It is yours. Hey everybody, this is the Burn It Down NASCAR Podcast. Post Charlotte 600, one day delayed. And what a race we had. Uh, without going into the obvious, <laughs> what'd you think of the race? Oh, it was pretty good. Uh, I think finally NASCAR's honed in. Um, I think that's besides what's obvious is they honed in on this next gen car on mile and a half. Um, we're f- consistently getting better races at mile and a half. They just need to figure out the super speedways and short track, and then it'll be good. But I guess one of three, maybe the road course needs to be so one of four. So we're a quarter of the way there with this new car. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I heard a lot of chatter this week about North Wilkesboro. Um, and how boring it was and all that. And I don't put it on North Wilkesboro. I put it on the car. Um, but I'm going to be honest with you. I, I thought it was a really good race. Uh, I enjoyed it, even though it was a day late. I, I just, I just did. It was really cool. Um, I hate the way things happened as far as having to delay it a day, delay. Split the Xfinity, which was, I don't understand that. There's no reason for that decision. I, you know, I wish they would have just gone ahead and waited to finish out the Xfinity race. And then go straight to the cup. There's no reason for them to split that. There is no reason. Would they? I, I, there's no way in heck I could have stayed up that late. But the NASC or the Xfinity race, they they finished like what it new twelve thirty. Apparently, I didn't watch it. Um, I was in bed. <laughs> yes, yeah, so was I. So, anywho, uh, your top ten. Um, from the Coke 600, of course, Ryan Blaney, fi- was it a 57 race drought? Yeah, 50 something, yeah. 59 wins, uh, 59. 59, and uh, he's your race winner. Byron was second, Truex, hmm. Wallace, Reddick, Kyle Busch, Stenhouse, Busher, Dylan, Zane Smith. Yeah. What a... There's, there's, there's more to him with that, too. I don't know if you heard, but we'll talk about that in a little bit. All right. Um, Harvick, Bowman, Priest, Almondinger, mm. Haley, Yaley, LaJoy, which we'll we'll get to in a minute. Uh Burton and just notables. Uh Keselowski was nineteenth. Le, uh Logano was twenty-first. Mm. Chastain twenty-second. Christopher Bell was twenty-fourth. Larson was 30th. He had his troubles. And, of course, you got the Chase Elliott-Denny Hamlin thing down in 34th and 35th. And Yeah, that. <laughs> Jimmy Johnson, please, just sit your butt down. I Be mean, a team owner. What did I say just- my pre my preseason prediction? I, and it's been a while. We had to go back to it. But I said Jimmy Johnson will be a non-factor. And he's he's working hard at it. Yeah. <laughs> but dead last in 37th. So that's kind of your uh, race summary as far as finishing. 
standings right now, points. Uh, Chastain is still in first with no wins. Mm-hmm. Blaney is second. Byron is third. Harvick is fourth. Truex is fifth. Bell is sixth. Reddick is seventh. Hamlin is eighth. Keselowski is ninth. Kyle Busch is tenth. Larson is eleventh. And uh, let's go through the sixteen. You got Busher in twelfth, then Stenhouse, Logano, Wallace, and Bowman. Uh, of course, <laughs> Chase Elliott in twenty fifth or ninth. Uh, Austin Dillon in thirty first. Um, so that pretty much covers that right there. The one other thing that I want to do stat-wise is in the playoffs. Is If the playoffs were held today. Uh, and, of course, we're just going to do this top 16. Is uh, Byron Chastain, Blaney, Larson, Truex, uh, Bush, Reddick, Bell, Hamlin, Harvick, Logano, Stenhouse, Keselowski, Busher, and Bubba and Bowman. So that's scary that Bubba's in. <laughs> well, I mean, when you have Chase Elliott out, finishes. Alex Bowman out because of their stuff, so. Those boys are going to have to get some wins. Um, uh, one more thing to cover. Our picks. You picked Elliot to win. I picked McDowell to win. I kind of won that one. <laughs> and as a dark horse, you picked Al, Al Marola. He finished 25th. I picked Eric Jones. He was 32nd so we're square on that i lost that one all right you got some news items you want oh one more thing one more thing uh, on that uh denny hamlin's bracket it it was interesting or i guess say fun to do I went 20 and 9 through the brackets, and the cool thing is it was Blaney and Byron head to head for the final. They finished one too. And I picked Blaney, and Byron was second. So <laughs> that it was fun. Um, I wish that would have gotten more traction. If it was if it was a true Bracket system like March Madness, mm-hmm. you wouldn't pick which each race as they were going. You would pick the whole bracket pre pre week one. So like, let's say you picked, you know, Chase Elliott and he got hurt. That whole bracket of him winning all the way through, it's gone. Like that's how the March, I agree. That's how March Madness works. So. If they were to do it like that, you need to pick. It's you're predicting the whole bracket as 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 pre week one, not you know race one pick, race two pick. So I would I, like, I would like them to do it. Um, 
I don't care about the money per se. I have some type of prize, but just you gotta get more fan involvement. I think that is a good start. I I think you're right. I I think it was a good idea as far as something for fan involvement. Uh, it was just so disorganized and not supported. Um, people played for fun. I tried to get something going on NASCAR only on Facebook, and everybody accused me of of running a GoFundMe thing, and it was like whatever, you know, done with it. So, uh, a little bit of news. And and I I want to tick off one little or me well one little thing before because I do think this deserves some discussion. Um, and this goes back to North Wilkesboro. Bubba's radio, I guess. You know, we've we've talked about him flipping off the crowd or whoever he flipped off on national TV. They're saying his radio was hijacked by somebody in the crowd that was heckling him for the better part of the whole race. And he was just really, really irritated about that. And please understand, I am not defending Bubba. Uh, the boy needs to check himself. There, there's other things we're probably going to talk about with him. But I, I kind of understand that. That, when I, when I read all that and found out about that, in today's age with the digitalization of, of all these radios. That should, be how encri- that should be encrypted type shit. Yeah, it shouldn't. I understand they have the. If you if you've ever been to a racetrack, you can rent a radio or a headset and blah blah blah. Put the scanner codes in. They can still have that, but for the open communication between the garage and the driver, that should be an encrypted. Hundred code for them and them only. That's auto generated and computerized and given to them, and that's not. I mean, that's not hard to do. And that's why, like I said, I'm not defending him in any way for what he did. But I kind of understand it a little bit more. He was irritated. There was somebody in the crowd, in the stands, who clearly had some really good equipment that was in his ear saying some pretty bad stuff. Basically, the whole race. And I I guess my question about how did that happen? It happened to uh, Junior talked about it. It happened to the, uh, to him. I think it was at one of the super speedways. It was at Daytona or Talladega. One somebody went into their helmets and they would give them false calls, like a spotter saying you're clear high, and it wasn't clear, trying to cause a crash, stuff like that. So, so my, again, my my point about this is he still shouldn't have done what he did on live TV. But I kind of understand it a little bit more as to why he was so irritated and and upset. Yeah. Um. It should have been handled a little bit differently, not so publicly and so broadly. But 
it it makes a little more sense now why he was so angry about it and did what he did. Uh, okay, um, go. Uh, I mean, I was going to say the news with Zane Smith and uh, Josh Berry. Uh, obviously, Josh Berry's going to be most likely keyed in or dimed in for the number four, but also I've heard Zane Smith is going to the 10 for Eric. Now, I don't know how true that one is, but <laughs> with his hot, per, not progressive, but his per, um, good performance this weekend, I don't see why Tony wouldn't try to jump on him and get him groomed in, but that was that was something I heard uh, this past week. Because Josh Berry obviously is going to be the high note because of what he's doing with Hendrick and Hendrick Cars, but Zane Smith going to the 10, Josh Berry going to the 4. So pretty much they've re-completely did their whole team in the last three years with Chase, Ryan Priest, Zane Smith, and now Josh Berry. Their whole, it's a brand new organization, essentially. Drivers. Yeah, again, I heard and read a lot of stuff this week that, you know, with with Chase being suspended, why wasn't Josh Berry in there? Well, there's two reasons for that. Number one, he's going to be out on the West Coast and is probably almost already there for Portland Road Race with the Xfinity Series. Mm -hmm. Number two... It's not a secret that he is in negotiations and I, you know, barring the official announcement is... He's going forward, so... Huh. Yeah, he's going forward, so why would they accommodate him anymore? Uh, I, I don't blame Hendricks for kicking him to the curb or Chevy or whoever else was involved in this decision. But, you know, it, it's kind of like Tyler Reddick last year when he announced he was leaving Gibbs and, and going to 2311 or, you know, um, or I'm sorry, leaving Childress. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and going to 2311 and all his support and – Every and I, I told you the day that he announced that he was leaving Childress, that was it. He, oh, I'll, I'm going to fulfill my contract and I'm going to stay out, you know, on there for the. I said no, he's done. Yeah, 2022, he's done. That's it. He's gone. Uh, um, <sighs> and again, before we really chew up the Denny and uh Chase thing. I don't un, one one thing about all of this is I don't quite understand Corey LaJoy agreeing to drive the number nine. He's only, only, only th- two only, only thing I think is they're still gonna give him points because he's driving. Driver but, points? Yeah, I just don't know if it's gonna go towards I don't I don't know I I don't either because he's uh, two points below the cut line. He's more than that. Uh, Corey LaJoy has 258 points. 16th has 150. He is 38 points off the cut line. Just off points. 16th has 
and he has 258. Alex Bowman's at negative 150 Okay, points. so he's 20th. He's 20th. Yeah, yeah. He's he's still 38, which is, you know, a couple good raises he's in, you know, but maybe if I don't I don't maybe he's thinking he can get a win this weekend with the nine car. But you know, there's a train of thought out there. You know, what can he do if he's got Hendrick Hendrick type equipment? Well, we're gonna find out. He, he, this is I think this is more pressure on him than anything. Because if he just does lackluster, finishes outside the top twenty, it shows you know, even with good equipment, you can't do shit. So I is, agree. This, this is a lot of pressure on him him. It's a lot of pressure on him. Yeah, I, he he needs to do well. He really does because he he seems to be, um, I guess overperforming in less than adequate equipment, and nothing against Spire Motorsports. They're doing everything they can to support him and do the best they can. Um, I I'd love to 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 hear the the backroom discussions that went into making this happen. They had really no Cause other I, choice because everybody, every other driver is on the West coast. I mean, they had no other choice. Well, there's Trevor Bain. He's never driven this car. Well, I guess a Corey to has, you know, well, there I are hope options, it works out but, for everybody. Yeah. I hope it works out for everybody. I really do. And I think, when this is over with, the biggest winner of everybody is going to be Carson Hosevar. Yep. Driving his right. Um, get to showcase his skills in the number seven. Uh, uh, Corey better be afraid because if that boy goes in the top 15 in that seven car, Corey, <laughs> Corey might be out of a ride next year. Or no, well, it won't be Corey. It'll be Ty Gibbs. Not Ty. It'll be Ty Dillon. That boy can't. He can't drive at all. He, uh, I just, I like the situation as it's presented with Corey LaJoy getting a shot. Because, again, I've heard it time after time after time after time. What if Corey LaJoy had top-rate equipment? What, you know. Here you go, bud. Yeah, here you go. And I love the uh, opportunity for Carson Hosevar. So, um, to me, that was Really good. Uh, one more thing before we get into the big thing. Casey Kane has said he's he's willing and ready to come back. Yeah, Casey Kane. Um, Carl Edwards left the door open. There is a couple other ones that would like to, but they're not going to take mediocre shit. No, and, and it's Carl Edwards and Casey Kane shouldn't. They've proven themselves. Um, but I thought it was interesting that Casey, he went into a big, long spiel about, uh, I guess, Darlington of 2018, 2017 was the last race he was at. He got hurt in it and hasn't been back since. Um, I, I honestly, I don't remember that. Um, but that's the story I read. 
I like Casey Kane. Uh, I, you know, he he raced for Hendrick, um, but his heyday was when he was Ray Evernham in the in the Dodge relaunch, along with Jeremy Mayfield and Bill Elliott. Uh, I'd love to see him back. Obviously, it's not going to be for a very long time. I'd love to see Carl Edwards come back. Um, Ryan Newman is showing that it isn't so easy with these new cars. Um, he's got two or three, two races now and hasn't impressed anybody. So. All right, let's do it. Chase Elliott was suspended for right-hooking Denny Hamlin, sending him into the wall after Denny sent him into the wall. What's your thoughts? Okay, I I understand they're trying to be consistent because Bubba did it. So because they suspended Bubba, they got to do the same thing for Chase because the data showed and the SMT bullshit. My my question is, why didn't uh, Denny Hamlin get suspended in one day off when he turned Kyle Kyle Larson for the win a couple weeks ago? You intentionally wrecked him. Or impeded Ross Chastain forever and ever. Yeah, so if they want to be really consistent, if you're intentionally wrecking somebody to get an advantage or because you're upset or trying to win, why aren't they being suspended and parked? Or just say, screw it, let them race. Let them have at it. Now, you're, now in my opinion, you're getting too involved. I agree. But I want to bounce some a couple of things off of you. Uh, I saw some photos after Chase hit the wall. Yeah. His right rear toe length was gone. And my theory, and again, full disclosure, I am a Chase fan. I can't stand crybaby Denny. But I'm just throwing this out there. I saw the video of when Danny ran into the wall and that right rear toe link broke. You can see it. You can see the skid marks on the track where the tire turned sideways. All right. I understand that they've got the telemetry where his wheel is turned left. But if you're heading into the wall, Aren't you going to turn left? Yeah, but with him bouncing off the wall, if he was trying to recorrect bouncing off the wall, the steering would turn right. Be turning right, not left. That's where they're looking well, at this. Even if the I, rear toe link is busted, that's not inc- that's not impeding your steering wheel. He well, was, sure it is. Well, not to not the way it was. It's not. It's not going to knock it off because it apparently was like hooked left, like, and that's where they're looking at it. As this Denny, this wasn't just a one lap thing. This has happened over multiple laps where Denny was just being a uh, upset that he couldn't get past Chase or Chase couldn't get past him, so Denny kept squeezing him like Kyle Larson squeezes people, and Chase on the radio was getting pretty upset. 
Apparently, so they used this evidence also against Chase. He didn't say I was going to wreck him, but he's like, this, you know, pretty much this son of a was, is getting, you know, wrecking me, wrecking me. And then the final, the final straw was literally shoving him in the wall. And I, I don't know if Chase knew his car broke, but he was like, that's the last straw and hooked him. The data literally shows that he did. Now, was his car don't broke? Don't disagree. Now, does... Does the tow link break help that hook? I don't know. But the data shows, yeah, he was pissed. But, yeah, a lot of people do that. I'm sorry. I don't think he meant to hook him like he did. I think he meant to... Hit him in the door. Hit him in the door and slow him down, saying, hey, boy, I no, we're not playing this. But I think with the car breaking... Hitting him in the door was the intention, but he slowed down so much from the car breaking, it hooked him. And the data shows that, yeah, he turned left into him. It probably, it definitely wasn't his his intention. That's not a chase move. I'm sorry, it's not. Hate him or not, it wasn't a chase move. Um, So, I just think with the car breaking, yeah, he meant to knock him in the door, show him his displeasure, and then keep racing. How many times have people done that? You know, hey, bud, calm down. So, I just think with the car breaking and him being upset and it slowing down with the car breaking, him trying to show his displeasure, it hooked him. Now, Dale, I don't disagree. Now, Dale Jr. said if Chase would have survived that crash, you know, he didn't get knocked out with it. Chase wondered, not Chase, but Jr. wondered if. They would have parked um, that race or the Coco that, you know, when it happened and says, okay, we're done. You know, that's your penalty. You're done for the race. So he's wondering if that would have been a possibility. Because in the moment, we know you hooked him. I think his car was crashed anyway, so it didn't matter. But, or wrecked, or whatever. But if he would have kept going, I think NASCAR probably, he's wondering, he's wondering if NASCAR would have parked him that race and that would have been his penalty, not another race penalty. So, Obviously, that's just wondering, but here we are. I just still think NASCAR needs to get their hand out of the cookie jar and let them race. Okay. I know they're getting more aggressive with, with the penalties. Uh, and now there's a lot of people making the argument about, you know, what Denny has done in the past. Yeah. And... I'm not going to argue that Chase meant to hit him back. But I also believe that he had he had the the right. Yeah. I, yep. I, he had his, you know, he had his he yeah, he had this right of displeasure to hey, you know, you you're putting me in the wall every lap. I think it was like 3 or 4 laps it happened and then finally Denny, I think, really squeezed him, and that's when that last one happened, and Chase was like, all right, that's it, <laughs> you know, type thing. So he had more than a reason to, I wouldn't say hook him, but show his displeasure, and then obviously what happens, happened. Yeah. I wish it wouldn't have happened. I wish he would have got him, and I think if he'd have got him in the door, yeah. um, he'd have been righteous. But like you said, We've discussed that that right. I think that right rear tolling breaking 
Um, uh, how do I want to say this? His his accuracy was off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. I guess I guess I, the, I guess the best way NASCAR is looking at this hooking or right left rear or right rear hooking with what Bubba did and what Chase just now did. Oh, is, oh wait a minute. Let's go there. Hold on. So, I'm, hold on. I'm I'm saying they're trying to prevent the Carl Edwards and Brad Keselowski thing of them flying into the fence. If you remember those crashes, those were right oh, hook. I so them. I think they're I preventing remember. those. And plus, if you right hook, you'll get you know you'll do a Dale Earnhardt into the wall, and they don't want that. Because that car, honestly, I hate to say it, but that car, that front end was the most smash of the this next gen car by far. Denny Hamlin's. It was. So he, it wasn't a soft hit. It was a hard hit. So I think that is another reason. It's obviously safety, but. They just don't want it just be hooked into the wall. Well, again, I've I've seen and read a lot of people that are comparing the penalty because of what Bubba did to Larson. I think it was Vegas. No, Um, I don't know. Or was that? That's a good question. I think it was Vegas. But my my point, if you want to make those comparisons, oh, it, was it was Vegas. Yep. Okay. Uh, if you want to make that comparison, uh, did Chase get out of the car, go and throw That's Hamlin around it? That was the other and, thing and, I talked wondered too. Like, my main thing is I wasn't upset about the crash with what Bubba did to Larson. Yeah, it was dirty. But him getting out of the car and shoving Larson into a broken car with pieces everywhere that could, you know, puncture him or hurt him, that's where I thought the suspension was for Bubba. Me too. Not and then the not only with Larson, but then he shoved an NASCAR official. Yeah, that's where I originally, till to now, so, so... To me, that's the difference. So why didn't Jason Hammond just go at it then? There's only one worry suspension. So essentially, yeah. I think, I don't know. I Apparently now you can fight and not get in trouble because essentially that's president, but doubt it. Well, that's, that's why I, you know, you and I had been texting back and forth throughout the last couple of days, and, and I... I truly did not believe that they were going to suspend Chase because everybody was comparing it to the Bubba and Larson thing. And the extenuating circumstances of that were, again, Bubba doing what he did to Larson and then putting hands on an NASCAR official. And Chase didn't do that. So it was just a a racing deal. And as you have stated, he was expecting expressing his displeasure um clearly nascar is looking at this differently and okay so be it you're the sanctioning body but i don't think it's fair to compare this to the the bubba and larson thing and say he got the same penalty 
for the same actions. No. Here's the thing. It's, it's going to make drivers be afraid to actually race now. They're going to afraid if they say something on the radio and they do something, they're going to be fined or penalized or suspended or parked. So now they can't race aggressive. You know? So if someone goes out there and wrecks somebody for the win, is he going to get suspended now because he wrecked them? Like... Denny didn't. That's what I'm saying. So is it a right hook only type of date, you know, race suspension shit? I don't, I don't know. I, 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 it's only, I mean, I just, it's just, I don't know. I I just want to say, stop trying to interfere with them. Yes. I understand. You could have find them and let them race, but they, you know, they can't do it because they did it to Bubba. So now it's at president's. So I'd be afraid if I was a driver to make any type of move. Because, you know, what if it's an accidental right hook? But, oh, they looked at the data. But what if the data shows is, you know. I I still, and again, I don't know. I don't know what was in Chase's head. But they keep saying that left-hand turn and that he kept it there. And that's what the telemetry shows. And I'm like, okay, fine. But what if he couldn't, you know, what if that car was wrecked up enough he couldn't turn it back straight? What, you know, he, you're, you know, your natural response is going to be turn left when you're heading for the wall. Yeah. Um, And I know that BK didn't hit him until after he had already hit Denny. But I've also seen footage where the initial contact didn't turn Hamlin. It was kind of, in my opinion, and I could be proven wrong on this, that he hit him the first time and nothing really happened. It was when Brad hit him that he got turned. That when Brad hit Chase is when Hamlin got turned. Now, what if, in my opinion, I'm and again, I'm, I'm not trying to sugarcoat anything or or lie. I, I am a Chase fan. But if he hit that wall, turned left, what if he just didn't, wasn't able, I guess is the better way to put it, to get that wheel turned back around? I mean, are we in a situation now where you, because of the telemetry and the information available to NASCAR all the time, now you've got to worry about, oh, shit, I hit the wall. I better straighten this wheel out and probably hit the wall again. Mm-hmm. Do you see what I'm saying? That's he, what I'm saying. Yeah, it can give false stuff. And Only way we're going to get this over with. You know, what the telemetry said. But there's other circumstances involved here. And again, when when he hit Denny that first time, it didn't turn Denny around. What turned Denny around was when Brad, no fault of his own, I'm not putting any blame on Brad at all. He he was trying to wall it down, but it was when he hit Chase and Chase hit Denny again that Denny got turned. 
Only way this is gonna get settled and Does done. Does that make any sense no, I, to you? Yeah, I get it. Only way this is gonna get settled and done is says, you know, Chase is already suspended. He needs to come out and say, yeah, yeah, I meant to do it. I tried. I, I'm not gonna admit to it, but yeah, now, now like, I already have the suspension. Suspension. Well, right. he said in the post after he exited yeah, he the infield carry, you know, mm-hmm. it's kind of hard to steal a car after or steer yeah. the car after yeah, you, that you was, hit the that wall. That was his doing damage control because he knows if he's gonna do a Denny Hamlin admit to it, he's gonna get in trouble. So. He wasn't going to admit to anything, but now that he's already has has the, the suspension, he can either admit to it or just you know what this is old past news and not talk about it anymore, which is probably what's going to happen. Not going to. If talk I was it. him and he didn't mean to do it, truly didn't yeah. mean to do it, yeah. I would I would come out and say so. Yeah. Look, I, but if he was if he was really if he was really innocent, you think they would appeal it? That's another probably. Thing. That's another probably. Thing. So they probably had so, an internal talk with Chase to say, hey, if we're going to appeal this, we're putting money up. Did you really not mean to do it or did you really do to do it? So that's another tale saying, you know, we're not going to well, appeal it because we know. I'm not, like I said, I'm not going to argue it. He did it. They got the telemetry. Can't argue with that. I'm just looking. I, and you're, you are correct. If he didn't mean to do it, he probably would have said so by now. Yeah, yeah. So he's just, he's right. gonna enjoy his t- you know week vacation, and I don't know if he'll go to go. the track. He, he will he go to the track and just help support? But he I don't know. He must might just stay away. Oh, I if I was him, I'd piss some more people off and go snowboarding again in the Rockies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, you got me by four points on the fantasy league. Just so you know, oh, I didn't even I didn't even look after. You did. You ended up getting me by four points. Um. Oh, breaking news! Just came out thirteen minutes ago. Stuart Haas has a L3 level penalty. Punished, About what? Uh, a punish under the sanctioning body's deterrent system to Stuart Haas racing after the discovery of a counterfeit part in the team number 14 Ford. As a result, the number 14 team has been docked 120 points in both owner and standing uh, driver's standings for Chase Briscoe, an additional loss of 25 playoffs points, uh, points should Briscoe and the team qualify for the postseason, and $250,000 fine, and a suspension of the next six weeks for the crew chief, Josh Chrismite. Wow. Chase Briscoe? Yeah. Discovery of a counterfeit part. I'm trying to figure out what part it was. According to the penalty grid, the NASCAR team violated multiple sanctions, blah, blah, blah. Uh, single source vendor supplied parts along. So my, my thing is, hey, well, you didn't give us the part. So we made our own. But they also, that could be a part that helps with downforce. Um, the engine panel assembly rule specifies. Specifically notes that the engine panel NA, NACA duct must be used and must remain 
unobstructed. So it was a assembly, engine panel assembly, NACA duct, NACA duct. NACA ducts are a single source supplied parts for the next gen car. It may not be modified or counterfeited. Didn't help him much. He only finished 20th in the race. In the post-race inspection at the R&D Center, we found the number 14 car had an engine panel NACA duct not in compliance with the rule book. It is a counterfeit part that is an L3 penalty. We need to make sure we're keeping teams and the car in compliance. The deterrent model has to fit that. Wow. That's bad news. That is bad news. That drops Jace Briscoe to 32nd in the standings. <laughs> That's not good. That is not good. Wow. Well, it is Wednesday night as we record this, so we've... Usually this stuff comes out on Tuesday, but they got put back a day. Yeah, I just searched NASCAR news real quick. They just came out. Thir- <laughs> I wonder if they're going to try to steal that, but if it's a counterpit... F- yeah, if it's a counterfeit yeah, part, you're not, how do you... Re- yeah, you're not going <laughs> to levy that. And they changed the rule, too, so you, you know, the, the, what, what would they do for Hendrix? Where you still keep the fines or something? There's something that the, the, the appeal, appeal board can't change. Something. Yeah, if you get your points back, you still got to pay the fine. Yeah. So I don't know Why? if that's a lot, $250,000. Drop in the bucket for Tony Stewart. I mean, no, that's a drop Just in the like bucket. For, that's a drop in the bucket for Haas. Yeah, Gene Haas. But you know, someone's gonna have to answer some questions of what were you doing? Where'd uh, you get that part? Yeah, what'd you do? Like, what you know? There's <laughs> there's probably gonna have some emergency meetings about it. And I wonder if the other Haas cars had them too. Well, I'm would imagine they're gonna be looking. <laughs> hmm? The other per, uh, I just it just came to my mind. The other person that we're looking at making a comeback is uh, Kurt Busch, and I wonder if he won't go to uh, back to Stuart Haas. No, he's Toyota. He's he's uh? he, he's been riding that Toyota horse pretty. Um. Pretty heavy, if you've noticed. In the, when he's out in, in the in the booth talking, he's he's been riding the. I mean, I guess he'll take a ride anywhere, but I'm sure he could talk his way into getting another ride. A third he, his role ever since he got his brain box banged has been mentoring Bubba. Well, it hasn't him, worked out him too and Reddick, you know. If Reddick don't really need it, but maybe it's a little fine-tuning, but. I don't know. Um, Yeah, that's. Is that the first L3? 
I that I remember it is. I think everything else has been L two and L one. That's the yeah. little first L three. They're not happy. No. They're not happy. All right. Um, let's wrap this up. We're going to Gateway, Illinois something three hundred. Yeah. This is the second time we've been there. Well, this is last year was to chase a chase. Ross Chastain and Denny Hamlin incident happened. Yeah. Um, last year's winner was Logano. Then you had Kyle Busch and Kurt. Blaney Amarilla. Uh, Truex Jones. Chastain Bell. Almondinger was your top ten. Uh, of note, Kyle Larson was 12th. Byron was 19th. Keselowski was 20th. Uh, uh, Bubba was 26th, Harvick 33rd, Hamlin 34th. Um, who you picking? Uh, I'm gonna go Byron just because he's on such a hot streak. Okay, I'm taking Kyle. Who's Larson? your dark horse? Larson. No, Bush. Uh, dark. Twenty-five uh, or below in standings. Alex Bowman, I'll take him. <laughs> May rules. I'm taking Almondinger. I got it. What are you looking for? You got Almondinger, Almarola. This is 25 well, no, I, on I, down. I was just looking at the standings with uh, Briscoe being knocked out. Where that put Ty Gibbs? Because he might actually work. He's, he was 18th. He's 18th, so that puts him up to 17th. Yeah. He's one spot away then. Only, yeah, he is. Only 15 behind Bowman. And he was very strong this weekend too. This past weekend, yeah. I I I think he I think if he they do keep doing what he's doing or whatever, he actually might squeak a win this year. This is how it it would not surprise me in any way, shape, or form. Although he was twenty eighth in the six hundred. Yeah, but he crashed too. Like he spun yeah. out and crashed. But he was running top ten eight. Until that happened. And he's been averaging top tens most of the year. He's just there. He's just up at one level and he'll be right there. I think. He did good in the Xfinity race too. So. All right. Um, we weren't too dramatic about all of this. I think we kind of discussed it and chewed it up in the proper manner. Uh, it is what it is. The facts are facts, and uh, data is data. Uh, I don't like it. I think there might be some alternative... Uh, not discussion. Um, reasons 
but it is what it is, and I accept it. I really do. In the beginning, I was like, there's no way. That's not Chase. Uh, and then the other side of my brain was going, yay, Denny deserved it. But I understand the severity of it. I understand the possible really bad outcome. I just wish that Chase would come out and either one way or another say, yeah, I meant to do it. I just missed my target or no, I did not mean to do that. It is what it is. Um, And we're still waiting on that. I think at some point in the future, whether it's the week after next or next year or five years down the road, uh, he'll have something to say about it. But I, I still have a hard time believing that he literally meant to right hook him. I just don't think, even if he intended to, to get him back, I think he just missed his target. Yeah, pretty much. Um, but again, if they've got the telemetry and the data, then there's no arguing that. So, and I've told you all week long, or the last 72, 48 hours, whatever it is, I, I call BS on this. And I still stand by that, but I want to hear from Chase. I want, and I think he's an upstanding enough guy that he'll, if the question is, and again, he's probably hiding from the media, not talking to anybody. But whenever he does get back in front of the media, um, if he's asked the question, he'll probably, I would hope, answer it honestly. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, all right, that's it. I'm done. Let's go to Gateway for our second time. Uh, this is Burn It Down NASCAR podcast. As of right now, you can find us on pretty much everything. Uh, audio wise, you can definitely find us on YouTube, video wise, and the Burn It Down facebook page and i will post it on nascar only dot uh not dot com but facebook page so we need a little support if we're going to keep putting everything out there on all platforms uh need the viewership so other than that everybody have a great week and we will see you after gateway